Hello and welcome to Coffee with Cindy, a weekly devotion to strengthen and encourage you. Here is your host, Cindy Lauterbach. Welcome to Coffee with Cindy. Relationships. So what are they? Are they necessary? And how many should we have? According to the dictionary, a relationship can be defined as the way in which two or more concepts, obstacles, or people are connected. So let's go with the last part of this definition, the way people are connected. Let's think for a moment about the different types that we may have experienced. Relationships that come from friends, from family, those that come from romance, even the long distance ones. Some can be casual, open, codependent. There are those business relationships, and I could go on and on. I'm sure you could even name a few. In a relationship where two or more people are connected, would you say that you're the most dominant part of the relationship or the submissive part? Do you find yourself steering the conversation or are you more the listening type? And how does it feel if you are dominant? How does it feel to be dominant, the one who controls the conversation? Is it all about you, what you need, what you want, what you're going through? I wonder what the other person, the listener, is thinking. I wonder what the listener is feeling. Isn't it refreshing to be with someone who doesn't ask for anything from you, who doesn't weigh you down with all of their problems, but just enjoys being in your company? Maya Angelou said this, I've learned that people will forget what you say. People will forget what you did, but people, they will never forget how you made them feel. Meaningful relationships are not so much about telling others who we are and what we do. And we do this a lot, don't we? Trying to impress, but more about how we make others feel. Have you ever wondered how you make people feel? I can tell you that some of my dearest friends have been those who've encouraged me, lifted me up. Our relationship was not about them or me. It was more about the positive things in life, like being grateful and thankful just for another day, just for another season. You know, the Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, it encourages us to encourage one another and to build one another up. That's what relationships are supposed to do. And the Bible even tells us in Ephesians 4, verse 29, to not let any unwholesome talk come out of our mouths, but only that which is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Hmm. I wonder if we held to this standard how much of the talking we would do. How about when we talk with God? How much of our conversation is about us? What we need from him, what we want from him, what we want him to do. But have we told him how much we love him and thanked him 
for all that he has already done for us? You know, I recently came across the song. It's called, Because of Who You Are. Some of the lyrics go like this. I worship you, Lord. Lord, I love you. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Jehovah Nisi, Lord, you reign in victory. Jehovah Shalom, my Prince of Peace. And I worship you because of who you are. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Some great lyrics, a great song, a great reminder of what our conversation with the Lord should be about. When was the last time you went to God and didn't ask for anything, but told him how much you love him? Just told him, just reminded him of all the wonderful things. You had a heart of thanksgiving. You were full of praise. When was the last time you lifted your voice in praise to him? The last time you thanked him for who he is. The last time alone with him was one of worship. And you found yourself immersed in his love for you. You were so filled up, so strengthened and renewed. Nothing seemed to matter anymore. All your thoughts and fears about tomorrow were washed away. The most important thing to you was staying in the arms of Jesus never wanting his overwhelming love for you to leave. This is what happens when we tell the Lord we love him, when we give him the glory and praise he so deserves, when we're not always asking him for something, when we're not always coming to him in a panic, crying out, help. Now, there are times that we do that, but there must be times of praise and thanksgiving, of worship for who he is. When we worship the Lord, he comes. He embraces us. He encamps around those who love him. The next time you spend with the Lord, instead of asking him for anything, try praising him and thanking him for everything, for who he is. You know, as you treasure your relationship with God, he promises He'll take care of all your needs. Matthew 6.33 tells us this. It's his promise to each and every one of us. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, everything will be added unto you because of who he is. Thank you for joining Cindy for this week's devotion. We hope that you were encouraged and that you subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. We look forward to getting together with you again next week.